Good morning, Wastelanders. This is Streaming Wasteland. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Streaming Wasteland. Streaming Wasteland. Streaming Wasteland. I'm Greg. Hi, Greg. And with me always... And Ringo. With me always is Ringo. Hi, Ringo. Yeah, we should probably talk about this movie. This movie is terrible. Say, say we both recommend this movie. I would say skip this movie. Yeah, don't watch this. Worst plot I've ever seen. This movie had some interesting twists and turns that I, I definitely enjoyed. You know what they say, once you're 18, monsters are your problem. The creature that we're dealing with is called the Dark Mother. Yeah. I just called her Dear Mommy. Do you want to go mm-hmm. ahead and jump back in? All right, we should probably dive into this. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Streaming Wasteland. I'm Greg, and with me always is Ringo. Say hi, Ringo. Hi, Ringo. This week, we took on 2021's Willy's Wonderland on Hulu, rated TVMA, from... Chicken Soup for Your Soul Entertainment or Chicken Soup Entertainment, which is very odd to me. So you never saw those books? I'm Like, if I ever did, man, like, my brain has not kept those, like, in my memory bank because I don't believe anyone in my household owned any of those. That's insane. I have seen a bunch of those books over my lifetime. And, man, for, like, a hot minute there in the mid-90s, maybe, they were the rage i feel like every every white suburban mom owned at least two or three and they were cranking them out man it was like chicken soup for the mom soul chicken soup for the t- the teenage soul chicken soup for everything it's just a bunch of like pseudo self-help poems and shit you know people writing from like the pov of like a kid getting zipped up in a body bag because he was dr- drunk driving or like uh, a, a poem to like your recently deceased father or shit like that it's it's all stuff that's supposed to make you bust out a hanky and go like oh you know that's me hey mom did you uh did you ever have one of those books because i don't remember (laughs) i like that this is a pseudo texting service for (laughs) (laughs) hi mother ringo (laughs) i'll let you know when she responds or if she responds We should head back down to New Mexico one of these days and just visit. Yeah, that's fine with me. We can go ahead and do an episode there at my parents' house. <laughs> just have your mom pop in. Yes, I did own these books. You forgot. You hit your head a lot. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually 35. You've just been bumped a lot. Well, okay. Real quick. Story time on my age here. Uh, a year ago, my mom actually went ahead and told me that I was that uh, happy 28th birthday. And I was like, <laughs> hold up. And I sat there for a minute and I did the math and I looked at the calendar and then I came downstairs and I looked at my wife and I was like, babe. And she goes, yeah. How old am I? I did the math and I swear I'm, I'm 29 going on 30. And she goes, Yeah. Well, my mom says I'm 28, and I'm now beginning to question everything about my existence. (laughs) (laughs) Every year, when I have to go ahead and sign something to ask me for my age, I have to do the math, because now I'm, like, removing a year, then adding a year, and then somehow I'm not correct, so I have to do the math to make sure I'm getting it correct. Well, this might not be a good time to tell you, but you're actually 12. Shit. And uh, sorry, Mrs. Ringo, you're in a lot of trouble with the law. (laughs) (laughs) The good news is now you and your kid can take the same bus to school. (laughs) Some really Billy Madison shit. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. 
I um <laughs> I never wonder about how old I am except when people ask me to put myself in like an age range and I'm like mm-hmm. okay so do I go with like where I fall in the middle or should I pick the one where I'm like right at the top of it it's very strange mm. but yeah I mean at this point I just tell people I'm like yeah I'm 40 and then they're like oh no you're not you're actually 39 I'm like nobody fucking cares I don't need to be that person who's like you know when you're like a little kid and you do your ages and you add the half, you know, Oh, I'm, I'm fucking seven and a half. Right. Well, I don't need to be that person. I'm not 40. I'm 39 and three quarters. Like, no, <laughs> trust me. My knees let me know that I'm 40 all the time. <laughs> the other day I picked up a giant box of cat litter and took it down the stairs. And then I sat there for a minute, just like, uh, <laughs> ow. <laughs> Did I tell you that I went to the optometrist recently? That is the eye doctor. Yep. Okay. And the eye doctor told me that my eyesight is that of a 40-year-old. And I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I would hate to go to the top of the street. They're going to be like, your eyesight is basically non-existent. And I'd be like, but I can see. And they're like, nah, you're just imagining that. <laughs> yeah, I probably should go to like doctors and stuff soon. But that seems, I mean, why start now? <laughs> Years ago, I was uh, sitting with one of my coworkers. And, and they were like, my doctor actually wants me to gain weight. I'm like, mine too. And I haven't been back to that doctor in 15 years. I'm just following his instructions. <laughs> I figure he'll call me. Let me know when it's time to stop gaining weight. <laughs> oh, hey, Greg, you plumped up real nice. <laughs> Once you get in this pot here with these seasonings, he's like one of those fucking cartoons where he's trying to make me into food. <laughs> I, if you contact me and go, so you remember how I made that joke <laughs> on the uh, – <laughs> On the, the Willy's Wonderland episode, I got a call from my doctor, actually. He told me I need to stop plumping up now. I would be shocked because I'm pretty sure that doctor has moved out of the country. So, yeah, and you moved and out based of the on state, our, Based on our stats, I don't think we have any listeners outside of the country except for occasionally uh, our friend in the UK. Mm. Well, I mean, if you contact your doctor, you go ahead and push the episode. <laughs> Hey, man, listen to this and tell me if you remember me. I'd be like, <laughs> get off my phone. <laughs> this cost me $300. <laughs> oh, man. I guess we should talk about this fucking Willy's Wonderland movie, huh? Yeah, we can go ahead and do that. I uh, <laughs> I don't know if you can tell. I am not a fan. Uh, all right. This week, we talked about 2021's Willy's Wonderland on Hulu TVMA. Let playtime begin. Starring Nick Cage as the janitor. Emily Tosta as Liv, Beth Grant as Sheriff Lund, Chris Warner as Jed, Kaylee Cohen as Kathy, and Cal Cadlick as Chris. The movie starts with the janitor's car breaking down, and to pay for repairs, he is tasked with cleaning Willie's Wonderland for the night, a Chuck E. Cheese knockoff that is run down and abandoned. Meanwhile, a group of local youth, led by Liv, want to burn down the Wonderland. We learn that the animatronics inside the restaurant are possessed by serial killers, and the town has made a deal to provide them with sacrifices. The janitor kicks all of their asses and drives off into the sunset. Let's hear it from critics. Brandon Gibson Film Threat gave this a positive score, closing with Willie's Wonderland is a violent, glorious riot of inside joke horror tropes and Cage's own best tribute to a genre he helped create. While Brian Tallarico of RogerDebert.com gave it a mere one star, summarizing their review with, Imagine a birthday party for the classmate you liked the least in elementary school. It's a party. How bad could it be? Really bad. It could be really bad. User Drayson Jennings on IMDb gave it a 5 out of 10, saying Chuck E. Cheese on bath salts. B-horror movie fans will love this film. It's Nicolas Cage running around slaughtering animatronic puppets. That's literally it. If that's your thing, give it a watch. If not, don't waste your time. 
and you user Lawrence of Alabama, shout out for a great fucking username. Lawrence of Alabama on IMDb gave it a three out of 10 commenting. I'm a huge fan of cult slash edgy comedies. This is even good for a bunch of students trying to get YouTube views. Uh, that being said, like I said, I fucking couldn't stand this movie, but what did you think Ringo? Um, so real quick, before I get into what I, I think about this movie, this movie is not good, all right? I want that out there before I say what I'm about to say. You're about to call it good, aren't you? I enjoyed this movie. That's not saying it's good. Yeah, well, no, it's it's not good in the slightest. It's it's an awful, awful movie, but I I don't know why my, my dumb, smooth brain enjoyed this movie, but I, I love watching Nick Cage go ahead and beat up a bunch of animatronics. Maybe it's because, like, I never played... Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, but I grew up in that that age range where Markiplier was starting to hit it off with his FNAF stuff, and maybe it's also because my kid goes ahead and goes in and out of fandoms, and for a moment there we had to deal with FNAF being his fandom. And, I remember that phase. Yeah, and it wasn't that... It, it was one of his worst phases, because he acted like he liked it, but he didn't know anything about any of that stuff. <laughs> I know more about FNAF than he does, and that's kind of depressing. So, fun fact about this movie. It's apparently only likable if you're actually 28, so maybe. Oh, <laughs> I got to call up my mom and apologize. <laughs> no, dude, we already put this message in. There's no editing. This is live to the entire <laughs> well, no, universe. <laughs> yeah, that's why I got to call her and apologize. <laughs> don't listen. Don't listen. <laughs> I'm sending her the sound clip now. Oh. <laughs> Why is my phone going off? <laughs> oh, hi, Mom. So for me, honestly, I wanted to like this movie because I do like the premise of Nick Cage just kicking robot ass. Like, that's fine to me. I don't. So Five Nights at Freddy's always seems stupid to me. I am not somebody who is scared of clowns, animatronics, kid stuff, etc. That sort of thing doesn't bother me. I'm scared of much more dumb things to be scared of, like flying. I'm not a big fan of flying. I don't like it one bit. But this is the sort of stuff that doesn't bother me. I think this movie made a huge mistake in letting Nick Cage not talk because Nick Cage is famous for his crazy commitment to crazy lines. If you look up any Nick Cage movie, the, the highlights are going to be something that he's saying really weird, whether it's his ABCs or whether it's bees, not bees, any of that sort of stuff. That's what Nick Cage is famous for. Even in The Rock, which is a relatively serious movie, he's out there talking about, like, how in the name of Zeus's butthole did you get out of here? But in this movie, he just doesn't talk. And that's a fucking huge mistake because that leaves the rest of these quote unquote actors to fucking do the work. And Jesus, Jesus, they were bad. The. The sheriff and Jed, whatever. I actually liked Jed. I thought he was a fun, small town hillbilly style character. The sheriff is your typical Freddy Krueger wannabe villain, right? Like, we didn't know what to do. We were concerned parents, so we made a deal. Uh, and that's fine, too. But the teenagers in this movie, holy we're fuck. Awful. awful. Some of yeah. the worst acting I've seen. Th this isn't even like student film. This is like never seen a movie film. And I'm sorry if any of y'all listen to this, but I mean it. <laughs> like, sorry. Like, <laughs> fuck. It was bad. And in a way, I feel bad for both chicken soup entertainment for getting straddled with this idea which it should have been fine and then ending up with what they got which was this fucking 
pit. But I also feel bad for the rest of these actors in this movie because honestly, again, it should have been a, a fine horror movie. But calling it even B movie horror, I think, is an insult to B movies. This is this is B movie horror from like the 1980s where they were just like, well, whatever, fucking, we already filmed it. Might as well put it out and call it something. This this isn't even good. I know I've made the controversial statement that Ozzy Osbourne isn't metal anymore, right? Because the definition of metal has changed. The definition of B-horror has changed as well. And this shit ain't it. Go watch The Wretched. That's B-horror movies. That's yeah. what B-horror movies are now. This is like D-minus horror movie. I I watched this whole thing and I, I seriously, like, as soon as it ended, I didn't even wait for the part where they... uh the like Hulu suggests what to watch next. Uh, as soon as I saw the credits pop up, I turned it off. I have no idea <laughs> what song was playing during the credits. I saw the fucking first credit, which is like directed by, I fucking hit the power button as fast as I could. <laughs> Fair. I mean, like, like I said, I completely understand this movie was not good and I don't, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I gotta agree with you on the whole aspect that like the actors and actresses in this movie that weren't Nick Nick Cage were bad. Jeb, you know, Jed, sorry, Jed was was good. Uh, I had my issue with Bob. Oh my God, Bob flip flopping. We should we shouldn't go in. We should go in. We shouldn't go uh, in. We should go in. Yeah. And then having sex inside of the mm-hmm. horror house, even though he was like, eh, we shouldn't go in here, but we should go in there, but we shouldn't go in, Bob. Jesus Christ. Now, I will give him credit. This is the first time I think I've seen in a while where someone like gets bitten by by a monster and instead of like just screaming, he started swinging at the thing. Yeah. It was nice to see some realistic reactions. But it didn't really matter because yeah. the only person who could do anything to them was the janitor because he was drinking his fruit punch or whatever. Yeah. And um, yeah, this is one of those times where I don't need more information about the character. This is clearly yeah. The creators of this movie say that this was not inspired by Five Nights at Freddy's or supposed to be a Five Nights at Freddy's thing, which is whatever. I I have no way of proving that it was or wasn't, but the similarities are vast. And the framing device of him always needing to drink his punch so that he can go fight something strikes me as very video game-esque. And a lot of the scenes in this movie felt like cinematics from a video game. And so for them to claim that like, oh, no, no, this isn't a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Maybe not. (laughs) We can go even a step further with having Nick Cage not speak because, I mean, most. Yeah, protagonists are silent. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been where I was going. It would have been very funny if they had given him dialogue boxes, right? (laughs) Like he was choosing choices to speak. You know, maybe that's what Free Guy was missing. Fuck. It's like some sort of nod to actual video games where the the protagonist has to say something and they have like little dialogue boxes to choose from. That would have been that would have been something different. That would have been Oh, you know what? That might have actually made Ryan Reynolds' dumb quips a little bit more tolerable for me. <laughs> the idea that a player is choosing them or that he's pre-coded to only say one of three things. Mm-hmm. I d- you know what? That might be the best way to do the video game NPC movie, right? Is have them so that the real quest isn't to break free of the idea of being an NPC and into the main character, but they're constrained by their dialogue options the whole time. Obviously, we're working free guy because the idea was AI got so smart, blah, blah, blah. But that's where the, that might be something. I don't know. One of these days, I might try writing something interesting and we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'll, I'll read it. I'm not usually trying to shit on plots 
for horror movies because it's not that important unless they don't make sense. When the sheriff was doing her little info dump and she was like, they did a satanic ritual to transfer their consciousness. I was like, shut up. Just shut up with this shit. I don't care which ritual they did for what. So you're telling me that this place was built by a serial killer and he attracted a bunch of his serial killer friends and they just kept murdering people. And then as soon as they started getting caught, they just happened to know the satanic ritual to transfer their consciousness into animatronics. It's Mm. fucking dumb. It's even for a horror movie in which the main character is literally known as the janitor and fucking just drinks punch and fights robots. That was fucking stupid. And I'm, I knew it was going to be something like that. Like it was going to be like, Oh, this guy died and his evil possessed the shit or whatever. But yeah, for them to explain it out and like act like it's normal. Mm -hmm. And then also her whole thing about like, we were going to lose a lot of people. It doesn't seem like it. It seems like these robots go down pretty easy except for the fucking weasel. Oh yeah. The, yeah. It took me a second. I was like the weasel. The weasel was the last Willie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you can go ahead and rip out their CPU, they they seem to die real easy. Yeah, so which makes me think that you could probably tase them, right? Shoot if you them can with a shotgun. Yeah, if you can electrocute them somehow, they die. Yeah. Well, and she had her her twelve gauge pointed directly at Willie at some point. Just pull the trigger; you probably would have killed him right there and then. Yeah, or at least knocked him down. Yeah. And again, one of the problems with this idea of animatronics coming to life is that one, they're, they're animated and they're tronic. So they have power supplies, et cetera. But two, they're unwieldy. You know, like little kids have pushed Chuck E. Cheese over. So it's really not hard to knock them down. Mm-hmm. And aside from whatever it was like Tinkerbell or whatever the shit that was, none of them seem to be particularly spry or nimble. Even yeah. the gorilla was basically just walking around. Although the gorilla teleported. Yeah, well, a lot of these creatures teleported. That seems to be <laughs> seems to be a special power that the animatronics have. All I'm saying is the gorilla seemed to have like the best teleport- teleportation ability out of all of them, considering the janitor opened up that last uh port uh the, the last bathroom stall and there's nothing in there and then suddenly the gorilla appears. Yeah. Yeah, the gorilla is sneaky. I was I was thinking maybe it was climbing on the ceiling. And that could have been how he got down there, but we didn't get a shot of it like dropping down. Mm -hmm. Um, It just appeared. Yeah. But yeah, I just, this movie just bored me to tears from the get go. I just, I have seen too many corny movies to that one more is ever going to make a place in my heart. Mm -hmm. Well, and like I, like I said at the beginning of this, this was not a good movie and I fully, fully understand that. Just, I, I can't believe they didn't have Nick Cage talk. That's like his whole shtick. Yeah. Which would have made this movie a lot better if they had done that. I mean, maybe. Let's not, let's not kid ourselves, right? One, it Nick Cage hasn't been perfect. Nick Cage hasn't been his Nick Cage self for years. His, yeah. you know, like he's been accused of kind of sleepwalking through the last few performances he's done and kind of, having his reputation and charm do the heavy lifting for him. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's true in this movie too, but also, I mean, he's been in so many movies. Are we going to get anything new out of Nick cage? Is he really like a box office draw anymore? I mean, think about it. If you were to hear tomorrow, like, Oh shit, new Nick cage movie coming to Netflix. Would you be like, fuck that is must see TV. Or would you be like, huh, I got around to it. Yeah. It's probably 
be I'd get around to it. I mean, uh, he's in Renfield, and I haven't gotten to see that one. I want to, but I haven't. Oh yeah, I forgot about Renfield, but yeah, I, that's that's on my list as well, and that's on our list as well. It might be for, might the, be for October. <laughs> the only reason why I brought it up is because I clicked on his profile to go ahead and check to see if he had anything new coming up, and Renfield came out recently, mm-hmm. and I meant to go watch it, and I haven't, and I probably won't for a while until it pops up on our uh, our schedule. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I just, I'll be the first to admit, I'm not the biggest Nick Cage fan anyway. But he's been in enough movies that I do like that I can't like I like face off. I like The Rock. And so there are plenty of movies that he's in that I'm a fan of. And this just didn't work. I really, really wanted to to like this movie. Uh, and about halfway through when I realized like, oh, he's just never going to say anything like I thought maybe he'd have like a fucking one liner at the end. Right. You know, like looks like this weasel's been popped or some shit like that. I don't know. I'm I'm not a movie writer, but. Something like that, where he gets to say, he gets to look at the camera and say his line, like Arnold Schwarzenegger style. I was, I was hoping for that, and it didn't do that. I didn't, I didn't make a prediction on this movie because the premise of the movie was so dumb that I was just like, no, there's, what am I going to predict? I bet he wins. (laughs) No, like there's, I don't know. Every everything about this movie made me both tired and angry, and I just couldn't wait for it to be over. I will, I will, my recommendation for this movie is fucking zero, zero out of 10. In my opinion, it is only not as bad for, as the buddy games because it, it did what it was trying to do, which is be a bad horror movie. Whereas the buddy games is trying to be a comedy and ended up just sucking ass. But (laughs) this is just not a good horror movie. I wouldn't, I couldn't recommend this to anybody. I would, I might actually actively try to stop somebody from putting on this movie. Like if I saw that the remote was lingering on this movie, I'd be like, no, it's slap it out of their hands. And I'd be like, sorry, mom, but we can't watch that. <laughs> and yes, in this scenario, I'm for some reason at my mom's house on Halloween, trying to stop her from putting on a horror movie. And my only option is striking her. hand. <laughs> Just tell my brother, I'm like, get it, get the remote. <laughs> He's not going to listen to you. Yeah, he never does. <laughs> yeah, this is just this is a hard pass for me. I would I would not ever recommend this to anybody. I would say I think I'd slot this just above your place or mine. But it is definitely in like the crap tier that we've watched for this. The reviews I don't know. A lot of people I don't know. How do I say this without being a complete asshole? There are a lot of people out there who think that a honoring of genre tropes and nodding to these tropes is in and of itself the best part of a movie but when given that in a different medium they call it fan service Mm -hmm. and so i do i've never done much research into this but i would like to know where the idea of fan service starts versus the idea of homage and nods saying that this movie is full of inside joke horror tropes trope humor still has to be humor or it still has to be different. And nothing about this movie was either one. The, the most humorous thing I suppose is Nick Cage playing pinball and rocking out to whatever song (laughs) that was. But even then that's a, that's the scene where you go and then you move on. So yeah. And forget about it is what I'm going to do. I hope to forget about this movie. (laughs) 
I probably won't for a little while. We're coming up on Horror Fest, and so I don't want to... I'm probably going to reference this movie several times. Uh, I doubt we'll see a worse horror movie than this this year, but the horror season is early, so there's always a chance. Be careful with that statement there. Uh, I don't know. I've I've watched a lot of horror. There's stuff that's worse than this. I don't know. (laughs) I've also watched a lot of horror, and I got to tell you, (laughs) very rarely am I this this tired and bored after a movie. So... Uh, what was that horror movie? That quote unquote horror movie that we watched with the the two guys that were not gay yet slightly. No, don't hang up. Yeah, how how would you compare this one to that one? Oof, I had higher expectations for this, so there's a little bit more letdown. But that is solely based on the fact that Nick Cage is in it. Mm-hmm. I'd say they're on par. These okay. are equally bad movies. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so my opinion on this, like I said at the beginning, I enjoyed this movie, but something inside my, my brain cavity is messed up. Maybe it's the army. Maybe it's Maybelline. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's the fact that you're a year younger than you think you are. Maybe it's that I'm a year younger than I think I am. Maybe you're Benjamin Uh, Buttoning. Maybe, maybe. Although it doesn't explain the weight gain. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's fat babies out there. (laughs) <laughs> true good point uh so yeah i think that the, with this movie i personally wouldn't recommend this to anybody even though i enjoyed it mostly because i realize how bad this movie is and i don't want to have that conversation afterwards of you recommended this movie and this movie took a year off my life <laughs> <laughs> see that's how you're staying young though you keep stealing people's years <laughs> <laughs> well, how, that's why I go ahead and push our podcast. <laughs> so you keep, keep stealing it. Wait, are you stealing life from me when I edit it? No. You monster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how You're I about to that? get the grossest edit of all time. <laughs> In how my dumb, dumb brain, I-69, Jack Chant. <laughs> How I know that Greg is editing, I suddenly, like, my knees stop hurting. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. My knees also hurt. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're, I'm getting, uh... What, you do what not you? want to <laughs> siphon what is left of this youth. I've been an old man for 20 years, so... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that it'd be interesting to go ahead and see where fan service and homage come into play because yeah this I, w- I would consider this movie a ton of of fan service and sure it's not a parody of fnaf sure i'm quoting you know i'm doing the quotation marks right here because i i don't know there's a lot of arguments i could go ahead and like infer yeah i mean uh, like it's just one of those things it feels like it is and yeah. so even if it's not supposed to be at a certain point that doesn't matter when this first came up onto my radar, I was like, oh, hell yeah, FNAF. This uh, this seems like a FNAF knockoff parody. Fuck yeah. it. It'd be like if you and I sat down to make a movie about a police officer who was gunned down in the line of duty and was put into a cyborg body. And then we were like, but it's not RoboCop. It's definitely not. Like, I don't maybe... Maybe that's not what we were trying to do, but at, when it's done and it looks like fucking RoboCop, does it really matter if that's what we meant? 
<laughs> well, I'm telling you right now, when you know we end up on the red carpet and people are asking us about it, I'll be like, I don't know what RoboCop it is. I've never heard of that. <laughs> What's that? Uh, well, now you don't have an excuse because this episode is going to go out before we make that uh, movie. So. No, no, because uh, my age is younger than it is, so I forgot and never, never said it. That's, That's my still excuse. not going to work uh, because it's recorded. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and use uh, the Trump defense then. <laughs> Hamburgers. Oh, that's that's where you want That's where you want to end up when you're using the, the defense of a twice indicted president. <laughs> I didn't think somebody could be quadruple indicted. I'm I'm somehow <laughs> impressed and horrified. Right, right. It that's is, gonna, that's yeah. definitely going to be a note in the history books. <laughs> Most indictments of a president. <laughs> it's depressing. That's yeah. that's depressing. <laughs> but um, cool. Glad we get to live through it. Right. But hey, we're uh, killing the mayo industry. <laughs> Just like the last forty years that you know we that that people have been alive in America, y- you and I have uh, dealt with so much shit. Mm-hmm. My fellow uh, millennials oh, out there, we 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 weep with you. Yeah. Oh, and real quick for everybody who's listening to this, I recently uh, found out that. COVID is back on the rise, so mm-hmm. everybody be careful. <laughs> That's... Yeah, by the time you're hearing this, this might be old news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the this movie, I I like the idea that it's a FNAF parody, not parody. Sorry, sorry, it's not a FNAF parody. I'm trying to cover my ass here, but I I don't know if I was in the position of creating something like this and put it out there, and someone's like, "Hey, it's a FNAF parody," I'd be like, "Oh hell yeah, FNAF parody, sure, I'll roll with that." fucking bring audience in yeah uh, well i mean but they legally can't call it that right because then they owe royalties so you that's where the you can't say it's a parody so parody has to have certain rules in it this isn't parody right this is homage and or direct ripoff so like if they made something called six nights of sammy's and it was about oh, a bunch yeah. of cartoon characters coming to life and attacking you inside of an old amusement park, then you could call it a parody of Five Nights at Freddy's. But Got in you. terms of being like just ripping it off, you can't just call it Willie's and then say that it's not Five Nights at Freddy's. So obviously that that game universe has been around for a lot longer than this movie. And if there was enough grounds for them to like try to sue on or get royalties on, I think they would have. So it's clearly okay. something here is enough for it to not be considered just a direct like ripoff. But I'm not a lawyer and I'm not an expert in how all that works. Uh, I only know oh, yeah. that sometimes movie trailers mean that you can't play your video in France. Um, and that's strange to me, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> that being said, yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend this movie. I think on that note, we've said all we're going to say about Willy's Wonderland. I don't have anything new to add besides just continual griping that borders on rage. We've been streaming Wasteland. This has been Willy's Wonderland once again on Hulu. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, any place you get your podcasts, Amazon, Stitcher, websites we've never even heard of. No clue. You guys could probably find us on some weird like Czechoslovakian, well, that's not a country anymore, like Slovakian website that... We didn't even know hosted podcasts, but we're there. Sorry, we're not in your language, but we don't speak any other languages. You can find us on social media at all the usual places. If it's a social media platform, we have an account. You can find us either streaming Wasteland spelled like the show or streaming Wasteland without the vowels. So go ahead and find us when you can, and we'll catch you next time. Say bye, Ringo. Bye, Ringo.